I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. Cole, I appreciate everything you did for the Dallas Cowboys. Cole, go get your money. <laughs> I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty. That's a But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not Themyscira. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Hashtag Red Confetti Angel. As the Kansas City Chiefs come from behind to defeat the 49ers. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth to this sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind. Big day. Talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on Apple Podcast. Well, the last time the Chiefs even saw a Super Bowl was 1970. The last time the Chiefs even saw an AFC championship game was 1970 when they went on to defeat the Minnesota Vikings in Super Bowl number four that's right I said Super Bowl number four I wasn't even born when Super Bowl number four was played I doubt whether I was a twinkle in my mama's eye when Super Bowl four played as a matter of fact the Super Bowl is 54 years old now there was a couple of championships before then and I'm 51 not ashamed to admit it I'm a grown man and I'm 51 I'm proud of it I'm proud of the silver hair coming out my chin and out my mustache I worked hard for that silver as a matter of fact don't even call me Big Day even anymore just call me Mr. Day because I worked hard for that and I deserve that title just like the Kansas City Chiefs deserved to win Super Bowl 54 it was 
an excellent game, I thought. For the simple fact, it wasn't boring. San Francisco jumped out with a three to nothing lead. And before you know it, San Francisco is up at halftime. And I think they're up like 20 to 10, something like that, or 20 to 17, something like that. By the way, a lot of people are talking about the Super Bowl halftime. Some people were like, yes. Some people were like, no. And some people were like, meh. And there were those who said, I don't understand what's going on. Can I just break it down for you like this? The Super Bowl was played in Miami. And Miami is full of Cuban Americans. And you had Cuban Shakira. And you had Cuban Jennifer Lopez what do you think was going to happen the halftime concert was going to be shaking and baking the halftime Super Bowl game or or concert was going to be full of gyrating hips and full of authentic Cuban music and high energy as could be. You should have known it. So those people taking offense to it, don't take offense to it. You should have known it. They had to do it like that. It's Miami. In Miami, it's mostly Cuban culture. It's a hodgepodge mixture of different cultures, but it's mostly Cuban culture. So, Shakira and J-Lo did what they were supposed to do. My only regret is that we didn't see Gloria Estefan and the Miami sound machine. I was waiting for her. Come on, baby, let me do the conga. Come on, baby, let me see you do the conga. Come on, work your body and do the conga. But I didn't get to see it. That was my only disappointment. I had no problems with it. There were people like Mr. Charles Boyd who just lost their mind on Facebook and said that this was better than Beyonce's performance and then boy, Facebook erupted on him. They were saying some crazy mess on his Facebook page on point with Charles Boyd. So I had to go in and I put my little two cents in. I found a gif of Gary Coleman. What you talking about, Charles? on there you know better than that son 
but it it, it it was it was a good halftime show. I ain't got no problems with it. Now I think there were better shows than that particular one, but hey, at least it wasn't Maroon Five again. Huh? Maroon Five was horrible. Before him was Justin Timberlake, and I thought Justin Timberlake's show was right on par. It was split down the middle, 50-50 people like it. Some some people loved it, some people hated it. I happen to be, love it. But at least it wasn't Adam Levine taking his shirt off. At least it wasn't the Janet Jackson malfunction. At least. It wasn't Maroon 5, period. Because there's been some great halftimes. Beyonce, great halftime. Katy Perry, great halftime. Prince, great halftime. I thought the Black Eyed Peas was a great halftime. So y'all stop knocking Shakira and J-Lo. They did what they were supposed to do. I just wish... Gloria Estefan would have made a special appearance. That would have made my night. Come on, baby. Let me see you do the conga. But it didn't happen. But I digress. Patrick Mahomes becomes the youngest quarterback in NFL history to win the MVP and the Super. Patrick Mahomes finished the game with 286 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and two big, huge interceptions. When he threw those two interceptions, I was like, no. I thought it might be over. And and, 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 hey, 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 be real. You thought it was over too. But, as soon as I thought it was over, I thought this. I said, wait a minute. We've seen this before. We've seen Patrick Mahomes come out a little, you know, not on his game. Pick it up in the second half and make this huge comeback. And next thing you know, you can be 24 points down and be and end up winning by 30 points. That's the way the Kansas City Chiefs have done all year. So why would I start doubting him at that point? So I quickly recovered and I said, okay, 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 let's see what's going to happen. And here comes Mahomes and the rest of the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes also had 29 rushing yards, which should have been 48 yards, but he lost 19 yards taking those Stupid knees to run out the clock. I was like, what the what the crap? He kept going back. And I'm like, if you're gonna run the clock out, hike the ball and just run the other way. Just run the other way. Run around, let everybody chase you like we used to do on the playground. Run the clock out, throw the ball up in the air. Well, no, keep the ball because it's Super Bowl ball. And take your chip. 
that you deserve. But he's doing all this running. He just run, went back and just shuffled a couple of times like he was going to move in. He just went down. Like, what the crap? You got the game one. 31 to 20. They not coming back, bro. Even if you punted the ball off, they wasn't going to come back. And I'm sitting up there like, come on, man. Y'all won this game. It's over. Over, I tell you. Like I said, Chiefs went on to win that with 31-20. Super Bowl 54 is in the books. Patrick Mahomes has made history. Reggie Raglan was so elated. He laid down in the middle of the field after the confetti filled the field. The confetti was coming down. It was raining confetti everywhere in the arena. Reggie Ragland, number 59, lays down in the middle of this confetti and makes a confetti angel. Of all things, an angel. And it makes you wonder, did the Chiefs have an angel on their side? But the best part of it, Andy Reid is finally now cemented as one of the greatest coaches ever. Andy Reid was the only coach in the NFL which had gotten two different championships and not won a Super Bowl. He had even gotten to a Super Bowl and not won a Super Bowl and it had been a long drought but it's over for Andy Reid Applause go out to you And yes They soaked your butt With the Gatorade bath Which was well deserved Now it was the orange stuff But hey You know It was a red out I would have made it red But it's all good You got Drenched and you got your Super Bowl. As you can tell, I'm fired up in this show. So, don't go anywhere because the next segment is going to be just as hot. Right here on this Zach Show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to This Sick Show. That noise you're hearing in the background is the noise that... Shakira made during the halftime show. The NFL is now saying that it was the greatest moment in NFL halftime history. Really? I mean, really? Who can't do that? 
Enough of that. <sighs> I want to talk to you guys about gritty. Some of you may not know who gritty is or what gritty is or why gritty is. But authorities in Philadelphia say that gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, uh, was acquitted of assault charges after he had been accused of punching a 13-year-old boy in the back at a season ticket holder event. The Philadelphia Police Department said that on Monday that detectives had completed their investigation into the November 19th incident. Uh... Quote, that investigation, which has been completed and is no longer active, determined that the actions of the individual portraying the Flyers mascot uh, did not constitute physical assault. As alleged, this was a statement that was released by the Philadelphia Police Department. Um, allegedly, Gritty. The mascot for the Flyers uh, did something to supposedly this 13-year-old boy. And the father said he was there. And uh, he said that, well, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> let, let, let's hear Mr. Greenwell's, what he had to say. Well, I don't have the audio of it, but but I, I just want you to just imagine this is Mr. Greenwell talking about it. Um, he said, quote, Well, Grady gets up out of the chair and he makes a lunging motion and he punches my son right in the lower right side of his back. He said <laughs> that his son was diagnosed with a back bruise because of this situation with Grady. And he also said to officials that uh, at Comcast Spectacor, which is the company that owns the Flyers, he told them there was no footage of the incident because the cameras in that area of the center are focused on other locations. And he brought the complaint to the Philadelphia police a month later a month later a month later not a day later not an hour later not a week later a month later and uh, the authorities opened up an investigation now Comcast Spectacor officials reportedly told Greenwell there was no evidence that Greedy struck the boy and offered to have the boy receive autographs from the Flyers players and sit 
on the bench during the team's warm-up before a game. Flyers previously had said in a statement, we took Mr. Greenwell's allegations seriously and conducted a thorough investigation that found nothing to support the claim. Nothing to support the claim. Now, let's go back to the beginning of this where he allegedly did something too. The 13-year-old boy. Now, Greenwell, who alleged that, you know, he said after his son patted the mascot on his head, that Gritty got up from his chair and he ran at his son and punched my son as hard as he could. I just wonder, is Mr. Greenwell? Is he kin to Donald John Trump? Because they didn't even sound like the truth. My son was just patting him on his head. And all of a sudden he got mad. He got up from the chair and he just ran across the room and punched my son as hard as he could. And there was no video of this no footage nowhere nobody took any footage there were no cameras pointing in that direction or nothing nothing it's not like the mascot was sitting there with the boy and the man in an enclosed environment and it was only him the boy and the man because the NHL wouldn't even allow that to happen because of stuff like this. Think about that. Well, my son didn't mean to hit him on his head. But because he got hit on the head, that don't give him the right to run across the room. Across probably 30, 40, 50 people out there waiting to get his autograph. And he's just going to Punch my son as hard as he can. Lie, 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 lie. I mean, if you wanted some free tickets, well, you got them now, Mr. Greenwell. And your son is going to get all of the flyers autographs which probably means because see I have the gift of reading between the lines he's probably a Philadelphia Flyers fan and he forced his son to become a fan so now his son gets to meet the mascot and the players and the sons get all his son gets all of the um the uh I can't even think right now. The what you call it from the flyers, all the signatures. And then this dude probably gonna go after he gets all these signatures and sell it on eBay and make a fortune. It, it's not a stretch, it's not a reach in the time that we live in. It's been done before. But here's a question nobody's asking. Was any charges brought up on the boy who 
slap the mascot in the back of the head? Did anybody think to go that route? They just going to just say, oh, no, the mascot hit the boy. Like the boy didn't do nothing. He was just sitting there standing at the bus stop, sucking on a lollipop. And the mascot decided to hit him with everything he had. See, the more I explain this, the stupider it sounds. It sounds increasingly stupid. The Flyers were hosting the event and they gave the fans a chance to meet their mascot named Gritty. Gritty was introduced in 2018. The name Gritty by itself, the definition of Gritty by itself means resolve. It means courageous. It means brave. It means stout-hearted. Why would you think that somebody who is courageous, brave, and stout-hearted will want to chase down a 13-year-old boy and punch him in the chest and bruise him? Then the dude said that he bruised him. But the complaint came a month later. A month. So you've replayed this over and over in your head and you've had time to rehearse and tell your son what to say and rehearse it till he believes it. And then you call the police and say, hey, my son was hurt. And you said that there was a bruise that was on your son. Let me tell you something. A month later, that bruise ain't there. A month later, that bruise is gone. He's a 13-year-old boy. You bounce back from stuff like that. A month later? You could sprain your ankle, your elbow, and your fingers at 13 years old. And a month later, nothing. All is well. So... I, I, I don't I don't see why there was a, an extensive investigation launched against the mascot. It's just straight up foolishness. So now here's the summary of all this. Every mascot, whether you're in the NHL, the NBA, the NCAA, the NAIA, whether you're in JUCO, you're in the MLB, definitely the NFL, you got to watch your back now. Because there's people out there like Mr. Greenwell who's looking for the opportunity to exploit you. So, what I suggest is, hands off. 
Don't don't even shake the hands. Don't don't just look at them and just nod your mascot biscuit. Don't even touch your face. Just 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 go on about your bit. Say hey, how you doing? Just give them a wave and you know laugh and do your little thing that you do with your you know when you put your hands over your mouth and look like you're laughing and everything. Just become the 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 most inanimate object that you can be. So that charges will not be brought against you like was brought against Gritty. In actuality, I think it's some type of mascot prejudiceness that's going on. For the simple fact that, you know, Gritty is not the prettiest mascot you've ever seen. I, I just got to put it out there. He's just not. Greedy is an ugly looking dude. But even if he was pretty, he's not going to run and attack a 13 year old boy. It would have been headline news. It would have been on every major news outlet. We live in a big brother society. Big Brother would have caught it from somewhere, from some angle. Somebody would have caught it. Because you can't get away with nothing these days. I mean, nothing. There was a time when you were a child and you might have said, hmm, I'm going to sneak and get me this sucker. And I'm going to stick this little sucker in my pocket. And nobody's going to see me stick this sucker in my pocket. And the person at the register might have said, did you stick something in your pocket? And you said, no, sir. No, ma'am. And they say, are you sure? Yes, sir. Yeah, ma'am. I dare you to stick a sucker in your pocket now. Because two things is going to happen. Number one, they're going to see it on camera. They got you dead to rights. Cameras are everywhere. That's why when you're in Walmart, you're going to watch picking your nose. Because somebody's watching you pick your nose in Walmart. And then secondly, everything has an RF. I chip on it. RFI chips are in the bottom of the meat pan now. The bottom of the styrofoam meat thing. They're everywhere. So, for this dude to say, oh, he punched my son he got up out of his chair with the intent and he ran across the room and punched my son and nobody saw it dude come on come on come on come on that is not true you know it's not true matter of fact if you listening to this show you're sitting up here laughing like yeah he he's telling the truth you'll never know it but he's telling the truth over there there is no way in the world Nobody got footage. Somebody. 
Bueller 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 So Mascot people C-Y-A From this point on Matter of fact It's C-Y-M-B Cover your mascot behinds From this point on Do like The emperor In the emperor's new groove Somebody touches you You tell them No touchy No touch And make sure You don't Do anything Maybe a fist bump When the kid puts his fist up You just fist bump Or maybe a high five But don't do nothing else Just just please Just stay away from it Or you're gonna end up Getting investigated Just like Gritty Alright I'm done with that When I come back I'm gonna have something special for you you know how it is when I do it. You don't know what's going to come. You'll never see me coming on this sick show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to This Sick Show. We are 100% on fire on the BGC Sports Network for Showtime's upcoming live events and more. Just go to bgcsports.net. Also want to remind you to give you an early warning, sort of an early warning system that we have here at the BGC Sports Network. Coming up April 23rd is the NFL Draft. We like to call it the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored NFL Draft Talk coming to you live from TJ's Catfish and Wings in Arlington. Uh, you do not want to miss it. You want to come on out. All of us will be there. All of us who can make it from the BGC Sports Network. There's about a good nine, ten of us are going to be there. And we're just going to have fun talking about the uh, NFL Draft, who needs to go where, and who we think is going to do whatever they're going to do. It's just like a, any other draft show, except it's just totally outrageous. Out the ranges. Okay, that's a brand new word I just made up. Out the ranges. Because it's out there. And it's outrageous. It's the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored draft talk live at TJ Catfish and Wings coming up April 23rd. I believe that's on a Thursday. You do not want to miss that. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun like we always do at TJ's Catfish and Wings. Big shout out goes to Mr. Travis Johnson, the owner. Of TJ's. That's why it's called TJ's. You know, Travis Johnson, that's his name. Anyway, big shout out to him, man. Thank you for having us all these years. Love you. Respect you, man. And can't wait to see you. All right. Let's get into this last segment. Um, I, I don't know where to really begin on this, but just let me begin on this by saying, um, a lot of people are upset and still kind of raw um, at Jennifer Lopez and Shakira 
not for the dancing, but I guess that they had promised that they were going to do some kind of heartfelt tribute to the late NBA great star Kobe Bryant. And they said that they were going to do it at Super Bowl 54 at halftime. And if they did something, it was very subtle. I was watching it with my wife and I really didn't see any kind of tribute that they did. I know there was a a good at 45 because of the kids in cages. We, we know what you're talking about right there. Uh, but I didn't see anything concerning Kobe Bryant. And it's okay. Because the NFL honored him in the very beginning. They honored him and his daughter in the very beginning. So why would J-Lo and Shakira have to come out and do anything? Can I just say this? We were watching, and I know that Kobe's death really touched a lot of people on this planet. And I know that it goes beyond sports in so many different ways because a lot of people are still hurting about it. My heart is still hurting towards it. Nothing we can do except pray for the family that he left behind, the three girls that he left with uh, his wife, Vanessa. But people were going on Twitter. They were just livid at the fact that they didn't see something about Kobe Bryant. There's been news stories and uh, reminiscing and specials and there's been a whole lot of tributes to Kobe and his daughter Gianna. I am not making light of it at all, but people, so what if Jennifer and Shakira didn't do anything? So what? They may have changed their minds at the last minute and say, you know what? We want to do something that's going to uplift the crowd. We want to do something that's going to entertain the crowd, that's, that's going to make them smile. Maybe that was the mindset they had going into Super Bowl 54 at halftime. Maybe they changed their mind. But if there was a tribute, it was very, very subtle. And... <laughs> A lot of people took offense to it. Now, they said that the colors that they had was a nod to the L.A. Lakers, which was the purple and gold. We, we saw that. We saw that. But celebrities started reacting to this, and <laughs> it just quickly just, just, social media just was ablaze. They started criticizing the NFL and halftime show for admitting a promised tribute to Kobe here's what some people had to say um, MB she said SOS did I miss the Kobe Bryant tribute or hashtag Super Bowl hashtag halftime show um, Ferdinand said that people were waiting for Pitbull I was waiting for the Kobe Bryant tribute during the halftime show. Um, there was Cowboy Diamond. Cowboy Diamond said, so 
Jennifer Lopez and Shakira used that they were doing a trip to Kobe Bryant as an excuse to get their views up during the halftime show. Not only that, but then they proceeded to do no Kobe Bryant tribute like they said they would, but are we surprised? And then she has a little emoji. Hmm. Jennifer Lopez, she later explained she said they wanted to do something. Um, she said, uh, <laughs> and, and this is really her own fault because she said it on Oprah. She said, I'm going to make a heartfelt tribute to Kobe Bryant at my halftime show. Everybody was waiting on it. But later, she said this she said we are all feeling sadness from this loss but all I can think of is that it is a grain of sand compared to what Vanessa must be going through right now she said I'm sending all my love and praying for you your children and the other families involved in the tragic turn of events most unfair thing in life is to lose a child and a husband on the same day. Vanessa, I pray for your strength and that God guides you each step of the way through this unimaginable heartbreak. Well, nothing else needs to be said after that. And each Kobe was an NBA star. Yes, he was a human being. Yes, absolutely. He was an NBA star. Just for the NFL to go out of their way to pay tribute to an NBA star was fantastic. Because the NFL is not really known for doing stuff like that. And they did it before the Super Bowl. They did it at a time when they started running Super Bowl commercials early. And they did it at a time because they knew everybody was going to be sitting there with their faces stuffed waiting for the start of the Super Bowl. And they gave a tribute, not only to Kobe, but to all nine victims in the crash. It was exceptional for the NFL to do that. So people, please get off you're a high horse. The only thing you need to be doing now is sending prayers up for Vanessa and the girls. That's really the only thing you need to be doing right now because there is nothing else you can do. I don't care how much we chant Kobe, 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 Kobe is not coming back. And it is sad, absolutely, absolutely. The fact that I have to go back and watch different games now on YouTube and sit up there and go, eh, Kobe, the way that I used to do, it, it, it's, sad. it's sad. The fact that a 13-year-old girl who had all the promise in the world who might have been the first NBA star, not WNBA, NBA star. It 
hurts as a father who has daughters and a wife it hurts but if somebody said they were going to do a tribute and then they end up not doing it there must be a reason and it maybe it hurt them more than you realize I would never be the one to tell somebody how to grieve when to grieve when not to grieve and you should be over it by now that ain't gonna never happen on this side I'm telling you the listeners show some compassion if anything this is a time of compassion all this Twitter ranting and raving who didn't do and all this what the old folks used to uh, call all this who shot John stop it just stop it absolutely unnecessary now before we close this show out I want to talk about those uh, Super Bowl commercials Um, a lot of people got their own favorites and I looked at the favorites and I looked online I looked on YouTube and I looked at what people were saying about them and um, half of you people got it wrong let me just say that and I'm gonna say that boldly I think some of the best commercials was by far Groundhog Day brand brand spanking new Groundhog Day he's older now and he's the same the fact that they got the same people from Groundhog Day in the commercial and he knows that there's a new Jeep I didn't even know those same people were still alive Ned was there the old mayor was there what's an awesome commercial kept living it day after day after day after day awesome and the fact that the Super Bowl basically was on Groundhog Day fitting tribute the next one Rocket Mortgage with the Jason Momoa funny stuff I bet you ladies won't look at Jason the same after that commercial if you haven't seen it he's he's taking off his abs and his big forearms with the tats and then he sits down and he's skinny as can be and then he takes off his beautiful hair that every woman just falls dead over he sits there and he's balding on top and he's playing the guitar fun e stuff the Cheetos commercial or the Doritos commercial with the with the dude with the stuff on his fingers he was in the last one last year remember he was sniffing people's butts for Doritos he was sniffing people's breath for Doritos he just wanted to smell Doritos they had him with stuff all over his hands and then the hammer was coming just head popping out can't touch it can't touch it Hey man, I need you to come over here and help me with this couch. Can't touch it. Love that. Love it. But everybody's talking about the Google commercial. The old man remembering 
his beautiful wife and the time that he spent with her. I thought that was a beautiful commercial. It, 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 if you really look at it and you listen, it will bring tears to your eyes. And if your heart is not moved by it, then you are not human. You're some kind of alien from another planet. You, you don't belong here. I'm just telling you, it pulls at your heartstrings. Another one we thought that was beautiful was the New York Life commercial where they talked about agape love, which is something that we all need right now. Me, those were the favorite. And of course, the Paka. The Paka, yeah, that, that's, that's classic Boston. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And I look forward to seeing you again right here on this.